0: That's right, Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. chumbacasinocom No purchase necessary. Forward limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My football
1: team's got me drinking. My football team's got me
0: drinking. Give me beer, whiskey, wine or chip. Anything to shake, that's what I'm in but the
2: got
1: me drinking Back at it again with another episode of the Shades of Blue Soccer Show. My name is Cody Bradley, Thad Bell and Robert Russert are here. And we're joined by a guest. Doug McLagan is here. Did I say that right, McLagan? Uh, close enough, McLagan. Flagging. Oh, see, I should have known. known. That, that, that wasn't close at all. I butchered it with my American accent. That That's is a- one thing I'm very excited about here. We're adding, adding some diversity in our voices here. we got a cool accent now, so it's going to be a good show. I feel good about it.
2: Hey, Cody, that was a dollar in the jar, man, for pronouncing that is, it that way. <laughs> is, I'll put a
1: dollar in the jar. You can see it in the background there.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, we're probably going to make some money tonight then. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey doug just want to say thanks for coming on man kind of impromptu i just like texted doug like 20 minutes ago he's like yeah sure why not
4: (laughs) so so you want to give the intro to who doug is or should we just assume everybody knows
2: but i am going to do that but i'm a little afraid to screw it up i've known doug for what god 20 something years now so you wouldn't think i'd screw this up doug but i'm afraid of going to so correct me please nicely so you were born in scotland okay wow wow he just he, hey, well, Cody, even... listen listen man born in Scotland grew up in Wales went uh, to college in England no grew up
3: oh, in no, England too. went to college in Wales oh
2: okay See, I
3: fucked up the whole thing
2: man. I'm really messed up
4: <laughs> right. how much does Robert need to put in the jar
2: yeah, no kidding no kidding but uh, Doug of course came over here on holiday is that your first time that you came on holiday when you met your wife here in the US Doug was it the first time you came over
3: um, I've been to Virginia once in 1982 yeah. to to do Fort Lee soccer camps, but yeah, really.
2: Okay, all right, and decided to stay because of her. She's a wonderful woman, um, soccer player too, but uh, Comets player, uh, coach at Blue Springs High School, local club coach, legend, uh, commentator as well. Now assistant coach with the Comets, Doug. What else have you done, man? Well,
3: boy, um. I don't know what else on top of that. Right now I do I have been doing color commentary for UMKC for the boys and girls. Oh, okay. And I've also I'm I'm about to do Sport in Kansas City 2 color analyst too.
4: Sweet, sweet. Uh, You've you've done some of that too before, though.
3: Yes, I've done that before. Yeah, I really enjoy doing that and um, it's a blast.
2: But like I said, Doug, you know, you're on a long list of distinguished guests, Jimmy Nielsen, Benny Failhaber. We had Jalen Lindsay on the other day. Ali Trost. I don't know if you know Ali. So, yeah, yeah. you're right up there with all of them.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I can <laughs> compete with any of those. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what do you think of that first game? Give us your initial thoughts. Not that well, saw I, much I saw highlights of it.
3: Yeah, I saw a little bit of highlights of it. I didn't see the whole game because I was out. But it seemed like for a team on the road, we created a lot of chances. And um, although, I mean, obviously they went – up one but that was a re- kind of ridiculous call <laughs> just an amazing goal by Clark but it, it just seemed to me what I saw and correct me if I'm if wrong it looked like Sporting Kansas City actually deserved to win um got a kind of fluky handball in the, in the penalty in the box for PK but I mean in the end like I said I didn't see the whole 90 minutes but it looked like Sporting Kansas City deserved a win that
1: a fluky pk and then the other one was quite possibly offside i'm still not entirely sure on it <laughs> i did not uh, even look at that at all well, well hey, you think come... sport was,
4: you think sporting was offside or you think red bulls was offside on theirs
1: no i think daniel might have been leaning i think he had a shoulder or a head over the line but i mean it was it was pretty close
2: yeah but i think it was the inter miami uh la galaxy game same situation come on you got to leave that on you don't want to ruin the
1: game and call that off right yeah
3: so, so are they doing the var this year or oh yeah so they looked at it and still gave it then oh yeah
1: I, I i imagine so i mean i guess they look at all goals isn't that kind yeah. of the rule i, I think yeah. at least
4: and the the build up to the new york one had one that was probably more offside and i don't and it was close enough that i wouldn't have complained about it so
1: yeah. And how and and how dare they even consider to take back a Daniel Shallowy goal and just ruin his entire season?
2: <laughs> did you see his reaction, though, man? He was pumped. I mean, he's like, "Oh my god, it's been so freaking long!"
1: And he did everything he could to keep that under the bar. It was like the ball was bouncing up, and he just he kicked it straight down into the dirt so he didn't shank it up. <laughs>
4: Yeah, but the the shot is what's not important. What is important is the run he made to be at the right spot at the right time. The cross that Shelton made, everybody always doesn't give Shelton credit. Yes, oh, that was cross. exquisite,
2: man. That was a sweet cross.
1: Yeah, I said and, I was saying Shallowy needed to needed to get one early if he was going to have a hope for a good season this year and <laughs> you know, yeah, that was really good to see. But for a
3: centre forward, that's the kind of goal that gets you on a roll, a tap in from three four yards out. Because give him credit, like you said, he was there. And uh, it was probably, the ball came to, to him probably in slow motion, thinking, oh, what am I going <laughs> to do here? And give him yeah. credit, he finished it. And So I wouldn't be surprised if he seemed to go on with a little bit of confidence now and score a few more, because... Remember a few years ago, he scored quite a bunch of goals. So oh, yeah. you just, as a forward, you just need that confidence and scoring the first game, that
2: might be it. Yeah, definitely. Hey, Doug, you've uh, you know I, I mentioned this in one of my articles a little bit ago that you've always talked about Sporting Kansas City and their system and how important the wide backs are to it. Jalen Lindsay drove to the space, laid off for Kyrie earlier. Jalen, uh, you know, earned the PK. What have you seen from Sporting's backs? I'm sure you saw them last year. What are your thoughts on them? Well, um, obviously, um, from what I saw, I saw the highlights.
3: So, Right, but you saw them yeah. last year, too. Yeah, but almost in almost every second highlight was Jalen Lindsay, yeah. which is pretty remarkable. And obviously, he's sitting in, um, or I don't know if he's replacing or sitting in for Zussi.
2: Right, but, but, um, nobody knows. <laughs> yeah. But everything I saw...
3: He, he delivered a few really nice crosses. Um, he gets down that flank. He can get up and down. He's technically good. He's strong on the ball. So I think this is a prospect, a definite prospect. And, and I just on that first game highlights, it looked like he was major league into the game. I didn't see much from the other side. And right. like I said, but I just saw the highlights. But at least you've got one side pressing forward and, and obviously creating a penalty and knocking some great balls into the box. So very
1: impressed with him. So our I'm guest like, was better than no other pods then, right? We had the better guest player on last week. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, so, Doug, yeah, they are called highlights for a reason. There were some moments that were iffy. But yeah, definitely Jalen picked up second half for sure. Yeah. But, I mean, how old is he? 20,
4: 21,
2: 21, just turned
3: 21. But He's going to have some times when he's going to make some goofball mistakes, Yeah. but just predominantly, it looked like predominantly he was on the front foot. And and that is a good thing for someone that young. And yeah, he's got some experience, but really first time, first team experience. It's been limited so far. So he's going to make some errors and he'll probably make some really bad play during one game or whatever, but I think if you stick with him, and I think that Vemise will, um, he's going to be a very good product for Sporting Kansas
2: City. We talked so what, about you guys.
1: Oh, go ahead, Greg. We, we talked about that pass from Shelton. The best pass of the day was a ball from Roger over the top for Shalawi. You guys know that one I'm talking about. Oh, I thought Shallowy. Yeah. I like he he actually Shallowee actually did pretty good with it. Just got a boot on it the way he could, and then it was deflected out for a, a corner kick. And honestly, I thought Shallowie just shanked it. Like that's where my head was at with <laughs> at that point. Yeah.
2: Hey, Roger still got it, man. I mean, he was yeah. on all night. He's yeah, just a good he really player. was.
4: And it's interesting too. If you go back a couple of years when shallowey scored all those goals, about 75% of them were assisted by Espinoza. Yeah. They actually worked well together. He sprays the ball around well, Roger does, but yeah, for sure.
2: So I just made uh, that you...
1: number up but accurate partial information yeah. about 70% <laughs> that was just yeah. we just pulled that one out of nowhere but that's what we do here. No, who No, you more... think
2: he is Mike Coon.
1: What? It is actually
4: one it's one that I've had since that year because I noticed that Espinosa <laughs> was feeding shallowy a lot that year when everybody was all agog about some Gutierrez guy who wasn't getting
1: assists and Espinosa was. Okay, about <laughs> 70%. We're going to look that up. <laughs> do so. So what did you
2: guys think of Bucio's performance at the um, false nine? I yeah.
1: liked Bucio.
2: Yeah. Was that a – go ahead, is that, that an eh?
1: Yeah. I, it, I mean, it was
4: all right. It was Bucio, but he's better elsewhere.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, uh, what have you seen from Bucio over the time that you've seen him in the last year or so?
3: Well, first of all, playing that false nine is not an easy position. Yeah, because it, it's it's like if you're playing centre forward, right, you're stuck between the centre backs and you're up front, and basically your back's to goal, and you've got simple things to do. That false nine, you're changing positions all the time. You got to be on the move. You got to look when people are coming in, so you go out. So to ask a young kid to pick that up immediately, that's asking a lot. But um, I, again, I mean, I'm I Mister Positive tonight. I, I think Buccio, Buccio and Jalen Lindsay are the two youngest legit players in my mind those yeah. are the two best we have we have some young ones that need a lot of work but those two are legit and uh, i mean i am happy to see both those guys in the lineup um whether it's midfield or whether it's false nine B- busio needs to be out there i think
1: that i wanted to hear what you thought of remy walter's performance
4: it was not bad um sorry for the long delay there but I thought he did. I thought he did all right there, but I, I like him better farther up as at eight than a six. I think he was, uh, he did some good stuff, but he's, he kind of left that space a little bit too often that I wanted him back protecting the back line just a little bit better. Definitely agree. Uh, he was a workhorse though. He was
1: hustling yeah, all over the place. Yeah, and, yeah. That's what I was going to say.
4: Yeah. For and, his and Dave- don't, don't get me wrong. I thought that all that aspect of him working and, you know, quality on the ball and passes you know it was pretty good overall i think he's a good pickup i just want to see him as the eight not the six so doug you talked about how difficult a false nine is how difficult is that single pivot that number uh, six
2: in a four three three in your mind well it's um just
3: speaking from my experience of coaching that is always my most important place yeah um, because they start the offense and they pre, pre- uh and they protect the defense. So, not only do you need them as an outlet from the back to play out, and they've got to be able to you know, know when to lay back and when to turn and wait to spread it out, but also when you're defending, they're always the shield between the, the center forward and the two center backs, too. So, it's a really, really key position. And, um, and, and it's a lot of hard work, too. And a lot of it is knowing the game reading the game, anticipating the next play. And if you're in the right spot, you look like a genius. Um, <laughs> but, but also, the biggest thing for me in that position, number six, is that number six has to have a very, very high percentage possession rate. Yeah. Because sure. really, that number six gets the ball and finds the other players, the eight and the ten around them. Um, if they're doing that consistently, then for me, They've done the job, um, and I didn't see Remy Walters play yesterday. But you know, when Ely plays that position, it, you can see how effective he he's been over the past few years too.
2: So Yeah, we had trouble first half with Red Bulls high press, struggled getting the ball out of the back, and uh, it wasn't pretty for a while. Yeah, let's see. Walters yeah, I mean, had guys, us
1: new guys in some key spots there. I I was not expecting it to be pretty at all, even for the first well. Season. Yeah.
4: Uh, Walter had a seventy-three point five percent passing average, which was the third highest. After, yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> after Bucio and Lindsey, and then uh, Martins was right behind him. Then Nim. That's
1: then good Shelton. to hear. Busio was was up there. I mean, he's obviously making a bunch of higher difficulty passes than the defenders are.
4: Yeah, he had a few. I mean, few less touches because of where he was at. Because he wasn't, you know, he was the end of the the buildup, not in the buildup,
1: but.
2: I think a lot of people would be surprised to hear Martins was in there. What'd you guys think of his performance?
1: Um, I didn't notice him, like, the entire game.
2: Yeah. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> I
1: mean, I guess I means he wasn't playing that well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know.
4: I, there's things I like about Martins, but I don't like him as much when – we don't have a tall center forward. His crosses are not—I mean, he gets a lot of crap for his crosses. Are wild, but he can whip one in, and the problem is he's whipping it in at six and a half feet high, seven feet high. You need somebody <laughs> that can can meet that, uh, and often he doesn't, or he whips it to the back post, and there's nobody there. So, yeah, I like—I I still like Dia better back there. I think Martinez is a little bit better in the possession side of it than Dia, but Dia is a little bit better going forward and getting getting all the way to the end line.
2: Yeah, I don't know who it was that maybe you'll remember that was commenting on the Blue Testament in the comments section about how just how horrible he thought Martine was and how we needed a new left back. So, Doug, in your experience with SKC two, do you see any left backs that are near making the move up, or in your opinion?
3: Well. <laughs> and now I've got to remember his name. Last year, they had a really... Two years ago, it would have been because of COVID last year, but they had a really good left-back, and I thought they had a good left-back and a good right-back that were probably the two best players for SKC2. What I didn't understand, the next year, they were both gone. (laughs) And I didn't understand that. And I I know... I can't remember his exact name, but he he had a Brazilian name. So he had a one-name, and he was a left-back, and I thought he was the best player on their team that year and then the next year he was gone. So um obviously <laughs> I, I was wrong. Fad, <laughs> do you yeah, remember he, who that would got, be? He he got a ton of assists and he played yeah. every game and he was up and down that flank and he had a beautiful left foot. Um and I haven't seen enough of Martins yet. But um I, I, that oh. was just a shock for me.
1: I don't think Martinez is as bad as everyone makes him no. out to be. I think he's going to be serviceable. And I also think he's, think he's, he's actually right. kind of I think he's actually kind of creative. Like he can uh, link up with players pretty well. He's got some good combination plays. He's just kind of just kind of clever sometimes, I think. Oh, I but agree. The the real the real question that I thought would have been one of the first we talk about was Izzy, the new center back. What do we think of him?
4: I'll I go first. It. I'll okay. go first. I liked I it. Yeah, I
1: should have directed that at someone. Nice hosting. <laughs> yeah. there, um, no, I, I definitely liked his I liked his play. It seems like he's gonna be able to kind of take command a little bit. He's pretty assertive out there. Looks pretty athletic. I'm here for it.
4: Yeah, I thought he was. I thought he was good. Um, again, we I just got to see him grow as the as he gets more experience with the team because he's only been around for what a month or less now, it's like less, three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So his you know, his first MLS minutes, he's only had half of half of a game prior to that in preseason. Um, you know, he, he has enough speed to make the uh make Fontas look good. Um, <laughs> which that's need to be the next question is what do we think of Fontas in this uh, yeah, game? Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that for sure. I but,
2: thought
1: Fontas did well. Yeah did Well you? back to
2: Izzy 70th minute. I literally do it in my article, but uh he just leaps over this guy i don't know if he used the guy's shoulders to get over him to win the head ball but you know that's the kind of attitude i want to see and you know if he's got that he's got the athletic ability you know he's his ceiling is pretty high for me yeah with
1: lucky land slots you can get lucky
0: just about anywhere
2: I don't know who he was running with uh, on New York Red Bulls, that one ball that got uh, deep into the box, and him and that guy were sprinting together. They both jogging. were, they they both were jogging moving in slow motion.
1: Yeah, it was like, wow. <laughs> is that all the speed you've got? <laughs> it was like when you're running from someone in a dream and your legs don't move that fast. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They always say the slide, t- the slide tackle is your last thing you do. <laughs> it's your
3: last. And like you said, I thought, oh my God, how slow is this guy? Who is it? And I didn't know it's Fontas, but Danny yeah. dove in and made the slide tackle to kick it out for a corner or throw in. Yeah, something but, like that. Uh, <laughs> his last ditch effort was the slide tackle because he was getting
1: outrun. Well, hey, <laughs> center backs are allowed to be slow, right? Isn't that like if you're going to be slow on the field, you're usually a center back and strikers <laughs> need to be fast. So Fontas gets some leeway there. I think Fontas wins that. <laughs> Yeah, he can be slow
3: if he's smart.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> and if you've got a, and if you've got a guy next to you that's super quick, which I didn't see him play, but I guess you guys are saying that easy guy is. So yeah. you I don't know have, about super
0: quick. But...
3: Yeah. You can have quick and smart and they'll work yeah. together. Um slow and slow doesn't work together. <laughs> um and slow and not very smart won't help. But um again, I think I probably need to see both of them a little bit more before I come to a conclusion, I think. I mean,
1: they worked well enough, right? All it was was that one goal, that awesome goal from Caden Clark. And, yeah, I mean, that was just – the guy just turned and poked it into the upper 90. That, that, there's really <laughs> nothing you can do about that. So, yeah, I think they I think they did well enough with uh, not a first-team lineup in front of them.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was a tall task to begin with, but –
1: what was your favorite part of this game?
4: Shallowy goal. The whole the build up to shallowey goal.
1: Yeah. Shallowy celebration was my favorite. <laughs> oh, actually, for the PK, did you guys, whenever they called the PK, did you immediately go right to Gotti? Like you guys all knew who was going to take it.
2: That's an excellent, excellent question. I thought it was going to be right to when it.
1: they right when they called it. I was like. Oh no! Good God! Who even takes this right now? I mean, I'm like <laughs> Daniel Shalwey. No, do not let Daniel take it. Like I was like running around for a second, then I was like, Oh wait! Oh, it'll be Gotti. Gotti, will be all right. He'll be fine.
2: Well, I thought it was gonna be Busio. I was a little surprised it wasn't actually, but
1: yeah, no, I think I think that's Gotti's to take there with that strange lineup. Yeah. And he did, I mean, he did well. I mean, it was the same direction as the keeper, but if you, the keeper guesses the right way and you still score, then you did something right. That's called so, power. That's what that's yeah, called. <laughs> it's called luck that the keeper just missed it. <laughs> it looked Thank like you. it literally went through his body. I don't understand I he, how it actually went in.
3: He hit it just about the right height, any lower and that's saved.
1: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> so
3: I think he just hit it hard and it just happened to be the right height to go in because it was down close. Do
2: <laughs> you, okay, missed any, did you miss any PKs in your career, Doug?
3: Oh, none that I want to talk about. <laughs> oh, come on. That's the fun of it, man. Come on. All right. So I, I had one. This is a classic. So we're playing. I'm playing for Cardiff College against Leeds, who's our big rival. Okay. And we're playing and it's up at Leeds and it's nil-nil and it's a really tough game. And we get a PK and for some reason I get to take it. There's a fun <laughs> it was a bumpy field and i must have kicked it it must have been about 20 yards over the path <laughs> it uh, was a we bumpy field he had to say first We're, we went on in the end i think we lost 6-0 and uh, <laughs> i think i took the blame for it quite <laughs> rightly
2: so you're the eddie johnson of cardiff city okay yeah, or cardiff college once. sorry it was just once <laughs> <at all. laughs>
1: Six to nothing. Set the tone for the match with a terrible PK. Then, yeah, well, that, yeah, great, great memories.
2: Yeah. Did you ever take any? Uh, well, I don't remember. What was it? When the comments was was it PKs or was it from oh, the- like like the shootout or whatever?
3: Yeah. Shootouts, yeah. No, people like Preki took those,
2: and all the top quality <laughs> players.
1: Right, right, right. <laughs> I you just
3: cheer them on.
2: You were kicking the crap out of the brekkies, is what your job was, right? It's
3: exactly my job was <laughs> for half brekkie, kick them.
2: Yes, yeah, <laughs> that's them that's my kind conference. of guy right there.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's all I could do.
2: Well, Cody, if you don't mind, let's give Doug a little bit of room here. Let's talk just briefly about Kyle's experience with the comets and uh, your thoughts on that.
3: Oh, yeah. Kyle loved it, man. So, and this is something that may occur again because uh-huh. his- with his season, his season goes to October, basically. And so he'll be coming back in October and he's, he's got a good connection at the Comets with um, Podinsky. Mm-hmm. And so that might be something that happens, you know, again from October to whenever. Um, it just depends on when he's where his next contract is, whether it's going to be still out in Iceland or whether it's somewhere in Europe. Um, so the possibility of him playing for the Comets again is good. Um He loved it. I mean, just playing in front of his all these buddies who came to the game and and uh, also played in Dallas where we've got friends in Dallas who came out to watch him play. So it was good for me and enjoy enjoyed it. And of course, I think three of his teammates or maybe four. So Matt Lewis, Kyle grew up playing with um, Adam James, he grew up playing with. Uh, Robert Kelly grew up playing with mm. so um, and there may be more but just playing <laughs> with his buddies who he grew up with and played on the same team at club wise and then to come play with Carms, it, it was just a blast he really enjoyed it as did mom and I and the rest of the
2: family did too sure sure so Fad i gonna put you on the spot here um, Doug is
4: not listening so give your evaluation of Kyle's play <laughs> no I'm, I'm i'm okay with that I, I, I will always be willing to speak honestly um he was good uh especially for a rookie in the indoor league that it, switching from outdoor to indoor is not no matter how much you played it as a kid or any of that stuff switching to indoor when you've been playing professionally outdoor is not an easy task because there's just so much different about it and i thought he did really well i mean he was like one of the he was like on the rookie team of the year, I believe. He, yeah, he, uh-huh. he um, you know, and he played what half the games, and he still was on the rookie team of the year, something like that. Um, he did really well. It, he's very strong defender, and he got the ball forward, and uh, it made it a little confusing sometimes watching it on the screen since there was three blonde guys back there. But,
3: <laughs> yes, <laughs> all wearing the same shoes. Yeah, him,
4: <laughs> him Matt Lewis, and. Um, um,
3: uh, the blue valley kid
4: um god i feel bad now mcdonald yeah. <laughs> mcdonald yeah. yeah mcdonald's yeah man sorry well, um <laughs> but all of those guys were good so I, i'd love to see him back there paired with matt lewis man that would just be a wrecking crew of a defense well him, those
3: two are big buddies so um he did have a story he said because you're right adapting it, it took me a while to adapt to the indoor game so he's coming over and he firstly says dad I can't read these walls. <laughs> the balls coming. I think I got it. Then all of a sudden uh, in practice, Gibson comes out of nowhere and steals the ball. And yet <laughs> I swear I had it. And I'm like, yeah, it takes a little bit of a time because depending on where it hits the wall, how close it is to the goal, the bounces are all different. Yep. And once you figure that out, you're ahead of the game. But uh, to start off with, <laughs> it was like potluck to just guess where it was going, you know, but, um, yeah. it, and it was good for him because, um, it worked on his touch. And one thing about Kyle, um, if you don't know him, the kid hates to lose. And so he has a drive. He has been told no so many times in his life. No, you're not good enough to do this. You're not good enough for that. And, and so he does not take that. answer, And uh, that's why he's been successful through his career, because he keeps on saying, uh, screw you, you're wrong. I yeah. will make this team. I will make that team. So he's, he's, a, he's a scrapper, that's for sure.
2: So let's make Cody happy here, Doug, and bring it full circle. So, Kyle, coming to play the comments, is there any dream? I don't know if this dream or whatever connection of, hey, the sporting guys will see me more and make that a possibility, or is that a thought? <laughs> well,
3: Kyle spent um, a couple of years ago, three weeks with um, it was Swope Park Range at the time. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and he also spent three weeks with Oklahoma. But what happened was, when the MLS camps came back from Florida, the center backs that got cut from the main teams, which is Dallas and Sporting Kansas City, came into camp, and then there was no room for Kyle. So mm-hmm. that's why he he thought I, I'm going to go try and play in Europe. And um, so, is there a wish? Yeah, there'd be a nice wish for it. Yeah. Um, I just don't know if that's an opportunity or not. we right, have to exactly. wait and see. Yeah.
4: <laughs> it's it's really hard to come in and make it now if you haven't already been in yeah. that system from right. like, the way sports right. is working. And, but and I remember, um, I remember standing next to you when he was there in camp um, with with Swope, and I thought yeah. he was, I thought he was as solid as any of the defenders out there, um, yeah. if not one of the better ones. But it just yeah. it's because it's a numbers game of how that stuff works out sometimes. Yeah. And well, like I said, players, a couple
3: came down. So yeah. it's like someone's got to go. And and the, the thing with Kyle, Kyle um did not come through the sporting system. My middle son did for, for three years. Kyle did not, because Kyle was about four foot two until he was about <laughs> fifty. And I'm not joking, until he was about 16. And now he's six foot one.
0: It's and good. so w- yeah.
3: when they were looking at him, he was pardon my friends, but he was like a midget. <laughs> <laughs> and um, but now he's uh fold out he's really good in the air and um but you know he didn't go through that system uh, unlike some of the kids who are now given that opportunity because they were in the system all the way up kyle never was in the system so he's you know he's coming from the outside
2: so wait yeah. a minute midget is french what <laughs> pardon my french midget oh well no,
3: okay <laughs> no, just it's just boys. not Those socially acceptable.
2: Nowadays. Yes, <laughs> he was short. How about that? <laughs> so, Doug, we need you to 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 chime chime in on this debate we've been having. um Burrito, taco. What's the difference, real quick?
3: Burrito, you wrap something around it. Taco is just a shell. You put stuff in. <laughs> okay.
2: <Right>? Thank you. <laughs> and where do you buy your sushi, Doug? grocery store oh uh well sometimes
3: at hy v <laughs> no actually sorry wrong plug price chopper no, okay. but then we we do go out occasionally and i can't remember what it's called downtown by brookside my wife and shout out sushi chris prime, prime sushi that's where we usually go
1: okay oh i know right. prime yeah, it's good
4: so can we get a sponsorship from them
3: not through my help
1: (laughs) our sales department is working very hard at that at the moment yeah (laughs) okay guys so friday first home game 6 30 versus orlando city is everybody going who's going
4: i will be there depends on whether the credential comes through
1: (laughs) i'm gonna be a fan myself so i'm i'm missing the first home game but tell me when they tell me when the cauldron can be packed again and then i'll be there
2: <laughs>
1: Doug, you gonna be there or uh, tell me how I you? get
3: in. How do I get in? <laughs> I don't have a ticket.
2: What what crowd are they letting in? Oh, uh, it's what, sixty five hundred, something like that now, or is it more than that that
4: I think that's about the right number. I'm not totally sure. Yeah. Um, I mean it's still not up to fifty percent.
3: So my now, Doug, can, city two pass won't get me in then.
4: No <laughs>
2: try it. No. Test the water yeah. Yeah. Now, now, Doug, have you come so low that I might have tickets that you can use, like, for the other games? Is that how low you've come? Uh, it could <laughs> be. It could be. I, I,
3: you know what? I, I love going to games, but I also love sitting on the couch watching a game.
2: <laughs> so you, do you get the sporting games and the Royals games on your uh, TV service, or are you getting screwed over? Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. I can see most of the time. Yeah. It just depends...
3: I mean, because I'm coaching. Depends whether I'm out coaching at the same time. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah.
4: You could always get a job with MLS like uh, Garcia did as like a referee assessor or something, whatever that is. <laughs> Reassessor. <laughs> I could do
1: that. Is that a real job? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, my have buddy. Have referee experience because I would love to assess the MLS <laughs> referees. not seem so three on Has just been sent off. Some part of strong and long comes off. My foot pottings got me drinking. My foot things got me drinking. My foot things got me
3: drinking. Give me a bit of whiskey, winner gin. Anything to
1: shake this, but I'm in. My foot pottings. Yeah.